If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hey there, all you budding billionaires. It's another fun filled episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. All right. Yeah. Hey Noel. Hey Josh. How you doing, buddy? I am doing good. That's good. We're we're uh are we in a new season? Uh, Radio Free no. Brooklyn at this next, point? Next week, I believe. Next week, yep. we're in a new season. So for all of you, we'll mention it later, of course, but I just want to put out there, all of you sponsors out there, Yeah, it's time to re-up. Yeah, time to get in it. <laughs> time to re-up. Um, how you doing, Noel? How's life been? Life has been good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I, you know what? I got to address the elephant in the room, and that is this episode- Look, I just want to say, uh-huh. I know- I've been putting weight back on, <laughs> but I think it's a little the o- rude. The other elephant in the room. Oh, okay. Uh, is that I got to say it. We are recording this show pre-election. It's not we coming are. out till post-election. That's true. We can't mention the election or else we'll be wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, we can mention it. Yeah. We can be vague about it. We can it. be vague about it, yeah. We can just be like, God. But there's a, lot of, there's a lot of tension going on right now. Yeah. Between you and I, between you, yeah, sexual. Not nah, well, even more than that. <laughs> there's always that. I know. Well, you're so pro-Trump. I'm amazed that oh, we can have any kind of conversations. Don't say that. Oh, uh huh. Uh, anyway, yeah. What's the deal? I'll tell you the deal. Josh and I sit here in a basement. We come up with ideas that are fantastic. Uh huh. But we're lazy and we're old. And we do nothing with those ideas other than speak them into a microphone, which electronically puts those ideas in your head. At that point, oh my God. you get off your young active butt uh-huh. and action these ideas. Yes. Make millions of dollars. Yes. Billions of dollars. Yes. And give us 10%. You, you, you respect your elders. You tithe us 10%. That's the deal. You don't like it? Yes. Don't listen. <laughs> well, no, still listen. Okay, still, still listen. listen. Yeah, don't don't we you, yeah. we we yeah. we don't have that kind of listenership yet. No, that uh, we can just uh, randomly one day tell when people, we have yeah. like a a listenership <clears throat> bouncer. That's right. We're going to be like not only <laughs> do not only do we not care if you listen or not, we don't want you to listen. Yeah, please no one. Yeah. <laughs> Fire department's coming in to shut us down because yeah. we got too many listeners. That's right. That reminds me of something. What? When I was younger, I uh worked in a bar in Toronto. I was a busboy in a bar restaurant. How old were you? I was in high school uh so I was uh 17, 18, 19. Oh, you were but you were. It was a bar restaurant. Though. Yes. Okay. But so it was mo- mostly when, a bar. When you started telling me about the story, yeah, you had just said it was a bar, and I was surprised because you have to. You can't be a, a of a certain age and work just at a bar. Well, in this country, I don't know if this is different now, but in in Ontario, 
used to not be able to serve booze anywhere that didn't have food. So nowhere would qualify really? is what you said. Yeah. Even huh. like scuzzy little places would have like a fridge of sandwiches. Just a fridge with like pre-made sandwiches yep. in them? Yep. Huh. Interesting. Um, so anyway, yeah. I was working and it was a crowded place. It was a real uh, divorcee meat market. Uh-huh. I feel like you've told me about this place before. Yeah, I'm sure I have. I yeah. worked there for a long time. Um, and it was super crowded. Uh-huh. Trying to go through. And there are these two just like steroided out looking meatheads <laughs> that start getting into it. And uh, we're like in this area where I'm on one end. Mm-hmm. And this other guy who was a busser there uh, named Nasser, he was on the other end. And... We're both holding full things of coffee, fresh things of hot coffee, mm-hmm. and like pots of coffee. And these two guys start going at it in between. Just and as I said, meathead steroided out, looking, mm-hmm. you know, way too much forehead going on. <laughs> and uh, they basically beat themselves back into me. Mm-hmm. And slam into me, and the coffee, hot, 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 freshly brewed coffee, basically a pot of it down one of the guy's back. Wow. To which point, I guess that put a little fire in his butt. And so he started beating the other guy back the other way, <laughs> and they went into Nasser. And the exact thing happened to uh-huh. him. Uh, so, yeah, it was just great. It was like, it was out of a. It was like a weird version of Pong. Yeah. It was like a weird version of Pong. <laughs> Who ended up winning that fight? Uh, it got broken up. Were there bouncers at your bar? Yes, there were. Yes, there were several bouncers on the weekends. Yeah. You know, I was a bouncer for a while. <laughs> I actually was very briefly a bouncer at a place. <laughs> yeah. I it's don't... Uh, <clears throat> I don't think, I don't know what in the world people are thinking of hiring us as bouncers. I know. I mean, we, looking at us. You know, you have to have a certain uh, look, yeah, um, which we don't have, um, and you have to come away with, I think, a certain amount of like an aggressiveness. Maybe not necessarily an aggressiveness, but you certainly have to appear uh, particularly uh, uh, terrifying. Yeah, like you have to strike some fear into people that they're going to listen to you. You have to have a commanding presence. Yeah. Which in that in that situation, I don't think either of us have. No. Well, the place I did it, uh-huh. uh, it was you had to work the door for a while before you could bartend. Oh, I see. So I was just doing it until I could start bartending, um, and yeah, it was the worst. Every time there'd be like something starting up, I'd just be like, oh, <laughs> I gotta go into that. I don't want to go into that. I had to. I had to get some guy out of this. Th- th- this club that I worked at, they had three floors, and it was ostensibly a jazz club. But uh, they did the top floor. This was in the eighties, and so the top floor was uh, had been turned into a comedy room most of the time because that was during the boom, the comedy boom of the eighties. Yeah, and that had about three hundred some odd people. Then the middle floor was they called the terrace, and they would have sort of live jazz acts, and it was just like a two drink minimum, and you could see trios perform. Then they had the downstairs basement, which was the bigger room, uh, like six hundred people, and they would have big acts, bigger jazz acts down there. And <clears throat> I would sort of like just sit 
on the terrace area, and if there was something going on, someone would call me. And it was a jazz club. There was never any problem. I mean, I never, ever had to actually... I'd go up to people and say, excuse me, can you keep it down? Or excuse me, I'm sorry, you have to leave. And then yeah. they'd yell at me, and I'd be like, okay. Yeah. They'd blah, yell at you blah, and blah. scat. Right. <laughs> hey, you're an asshole, man. You're an asshole. <laughs> Doodly-doo. <laughs> and uh, this one guy, I don't know what happened, but the waitress comes out, and there's a problem up in the, in, the, in, the, in the room. There's a problem in the comedy room. And I go upstairs, and uh, Mark Marin, I think, was actually on stage. Okay. Uh, performing. And there was a guy who was just like questioning the bill or something, and the waitress was freaking out on him, freaking out on him. And I didn't know what to do. I was like 18 years old. Uh-huh. I never actually had to throw anyone out. And I said, man, come on. And this guy was, he wasn't bigger than me, but he had a whole lot more muscle mass than I did. Mm-hmm. And he was just... uh not being aggressive in any way, but he was just getting in my chest and my chest and my chest. And suddenly out of the blue, I don't know what happened, but I just got him in a headlock and just started dragging him down the stairs, running down the stairs. And he was just running with me. And we get outside and I say, stay outside. And then I ran back in and he just looked at me like, what the fuck, dude? And that was it. That was my one big bouncer experience. Okay. That was it. But, you know, these little stories, these tales we tell, Noel. Yes. They aren't just to give our listeners greater insight into who we are as human beings. No. They serve a, a, a bigger purpose in the scope of our show. That's right. And that purpose is to uh, let them know yeah. what our uh, topic of the day is. That's right. And Which a, is yeah. aggression. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what it is this week. Lots of money in it. Get aggressive. Go and get that money. Yeah. Get aggressive and get that money. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've uh, we already cornered that market. We, we, we have. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. my friend. That's right. Um. So you know, let's get into it then. Uh, aggression. Aggression. How do you make money with aggression? Lots Noel? of ways. I'll tell you. All right. Let me know. Okay. So, aggression. Uh, you know, it can it can damage you. It's not always a healthy thing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's a study by Dr. Joshua J. Jackson uh-huh. that shows that service in the military makes people less agreeable. Uh, and it, Does it, it matter what branch of the military? Just service just in the military Military people. service, yeah. Yeah, you're treated like shit in the military. Yeah, it, it, it attracts people uh, to the service that are more aggressive than the norm to begin with. And then basic training and just... You know, serving the service makes this even greater, uh, <clears throat> and it increases your aggression, changes your brain patterns, and uh, makes them less agreeable people. They've t- they've tested these people over their when going into the service, partway through the service, and when they're done their service, and they're just progressively less agreeable to be around. But let's, okay, so less agreeable, I mean, as in, when they say less agreeable, are they talking about that they become like sort of bigger assholes? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and so uh, this has a big impact on their lives, on their divorce rates, their longevity, their salaries, their health. <clears throat> also, athletes, a lot of studies on this. Uh, it can, the aggression that they're taught to harness Mm-hmm can lead to reckless behavior, mm-hmm. leading to self-destruction. That was from the New York Times. Perhaps you've heard of them. 
that you have. Yeah, they're a scam. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're great. Uh, but, you know, so all this aggression, it's killing people. It's making them less, worse humans, <clears throat> destroying the futures. But there is another type of aggression out there. Uh-huh. Uh, which isn't as destructive to you. And uh, I'm sure we all remember of Mice and Men with Lenny so wants to pet the rabbits and he kills the rabbits. He kills a puppy, finally kills Curly's wife and then gets killed for it. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's an actual thing. And I don't it, know what you what's an actual thing. Uh, just wanting to pet something and think it's cute so much uh-huh. that, that you will crush it. Okay. Uh, and it's called uh, cute aggression. And uh, two psychologists from Yale, perhaps mm-hmm. you've heard of that one. Uh, they published research in 2013 on cute aggression. Uh huh. And they, is that the feeling? Like, so is I'm just going to ask: Is the idea of cute aggression like when you see something that's so cute you just want to fucking punch it? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly okay. what it is, right? Gotcha. Yeah. See a baby, I want to eat that baby. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh-huh. they did a test where they showed people pictures of like neutral animals, ugly animals, and then super cute animals. Uh-huh. And they had bubble wrap. <laughs> and people would like grab the bubble uh-huh. wrap when the cute one and just like <laughs> destroy the bubble wrap. And uh, then they looked into it further, and yeah, this is a real thing, and they're not sure exactly what causes it. It could be a protect a protective instinct that uh, arises in us when we see something so cute that we want to protect it that by we, killing it. That we want to protect it, and oh. it causes this aggression. Right. Or it might be our body's way of tamping down extreme feelings of uh-huh. happiness and giddiness. Uh huh. Uh. But whatever it is, it is real. Uh, it is. Oh, I know it's real. I see my wife on Facebook, <laughs> and uh, you know, she with the kittens and the puppies, in yeah. particular the puppies, like w- going down the stairs. Uh-huh. Oh my God, she can't stop watching, and she gets like angrier and angrier. <laughs> She'll sit there and she goes, "Oh my God, this! I just want to fucking punch it. It's so cute." She yeah. says things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and all of her her lady friends. She, she she's just this side of watching bum fight videos. Yeah, my wife's a rager. <laughs> she's a rager. B- bum fight? Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> oh yeah, where they beat up the bum. Yeah, the they bums would pay would bums be, to, yeah, to fight. fight right. Other, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so but although it does evoke the same aggression within us, it doesn't ruin your life no it doesn't make you a, a worse person it makes you better i think it makes you better right yeah it makes you more appreciative of what is cute and cuddly uh-huh so like you know like me yeah i sometimes look at you and i just like, i want to fucking punch it <laughs> i'm like having that moment right now yep just watching you talk about cute aggression is bringing up my cute aggression okay so uh but how do you how do you make money <laughs> off that right so I'll tell you how. You make cute basic training. Uh-huh. Uh, right? So you you maybe, you know, where they, like, have to go on their bellies underneath, like, the barbed wire. Uh-huh. Just have it full of, like, little puppies. Uh-huh. Uh, you have uh, just little chicks that are just, like, all over them. And you just 
builds the this right aggressive rage in our soldiers that we so want to harness, but uh-huh. does not leave them as less agreeable people. Doesn't raise their divorce rates. Right. Doesn't make them unhirable, uh, undesirable. It makes them better humans. I like the idea, but mm-hmm. I guess my question is, in terms of the practical nature of war, mm-hmm. how is that helping them to kill another person? Because then you say, they got the puppies. They they got the puppies. <clears throat> I wonder if maybe you sort of do like a, you have to hypnotize them that when they're looking at the enemy, they're seeing the faces of these yeah. two creatures and they just have to kill them. You could do that. You could do that. Uh, but on most people doesn't actually make them crush the but it makes you raise it but the point is doesn't make you crush them but when you look at your enemy and you see that cute thing you get that feeling inside of yeah. you and then you pull that trigger and you've released that that feeling of aggression okay well then we hypnotize them so that the boots of the enemy look like little puppies so it looks like they're walking on puppies like they're crushing little puppies and then you want to get them you were, well, yeah, you do want to get them for that. I don't know if that works. That that yeah, okay. Yeah, but easier to make money off this, right? Would be uh, with high school sports. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot out there right now about how we're just breeding an army of little rapists with our football teams, uh, <laughs> and and we're building, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> reinforcing bad <clears throat> societal values. Yep. Uh, in these people. Uh, making That's funny. I haven't heard that when people describe their their the the sports team experience in high school, uh-huh. uh, raising a <laughs> an army of little rapists and the negative. Ad- it's always like about team building. Oh well, you didn't go to a music school like I did. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but what you do uh-huh. is you make bunny football, and oh, you make the God. cutest looking. Fluffy bunny looking football. Uh huh. There is. Uh huh. And so it's not just meatheads slamming each other. Yeah. It is get the bunny. Protect, Protect the bunny. Protect the bunny. Get the bunny right. to the safe touchdown zone. It becomes a thing where, like, I don't know if I can hit that guy because he's got the bunny in his arm. And if I hit him too hard, yeah. I might hurt the bunny. Yeah. Oh my God. But that's where so the real sad. money is because you could make these cheap. Yeah. And you could, every kid, if, if you got that to catch on, Every kid in America would have a bunny football. They'd have a bunny football. They'd just have a load of stuffed animals. Yeah. It would be fantastic. Sure would. And we'd be a better place. We would be a better place. Yep. I had tons of stuffed animals when I was a kid, and look at me now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a good one, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, You know, I can actually work that into, so I I had, had sort of... Looked around with the idea of uh, aggression and success, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, what the most successful people are they particularly aggressive, right? They seem that way to me, right? These salesmen who make millions of dollars, they're super aggressive people. You know, these guys who s- selling their plans on the internet. I mean, they just come at you. They're in your face all mm-hmm. the time. They're really aggressive people, right? Yep. And uh, I was doing some, you know, little research, and 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 uh, you know, the, there was a study done by a psychiatrist at the Albert Einstein Montefiore Medical Center 
um, where he did a study on all of his wealthy clients, and they all share uh, certain fundamental character traits. They have above-average intelligence, a high tolerance for anxiety. Uh, they all got the street smarts, and they're all very sexual and very aggressive, um, super competitive, uh, and have no fear of confrontations. In fact, they thrive on them, right? And so I said, okay, that's interesting. And then I was uh, looking into, you know, who are the most aggressive people? And by and large, it's pretty much a given. And look, I may offend some people out here. They may disagree with me. But men, by and large, are more aggressive. Okay. When they look at aggression in terms of crime, in terms of violence, in terms of things of that nature, Mm -hmm. uh, it's all men. Men are 90% of all violent crimes, uh, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, uh, Speaking of animals... Abuse of animals, mm-hmm. it's like 85 to 90% men doing horrible things to animals. Okay, got that one. <clears throat> and so then I thought, well, okay, so 50% of the population has no problem with aggression. They're as, as aggressive as they need to be, if not too aggressive, right? But there's 50% of the population, and we hear about them all the time, how they're hitting this sort of glass ceiling, right? One of them may be our next president. By the time this airs, we may have a female president. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we hear about uh, inequality in pay. We hear about how women don't get as many raises, how women are not in uh, the bulk of positions of powers in corporations. And I thought to myself, well, maybe they lack the correct type of aggression uh-huh. that's necessary to uh, succeed. Uh-huh. Right? Nothing to do with their intelligence. No, no, no. Right? Nothing to do with uh, their ability to do the job. Mm -hmm. It's a socialization thing. Yeah, it's totally a socialization thing. And I thought to myself, well, why is it that men are more aggressive? Uh Right? Well, clearly, one of the big reasons is testosterone. Sure. Right? So, I mean, you can get into the whole nurture part of it, too, which we will. Don't you worry about it. Um (laughs) But testosterone is one of the big ones. And they've done uh, uh, tests on women where they had control groups of all women where they were giving them testosterone injections and how it affected their aggression. And immediately the testosterone clicks a switch in the nervous system. There's actually a nerve connection that happened that overrides the hypothalamus, I think they said, and, uh, and, and builds up aggression like women over a very short period of time of taking testosterone would become more aggressive in a sort of classic male way, uh-huh. right? And then I thought, but, you know, getting constant testosterone injection seems like a pain in the tuchus, right? Yeah. So then I was reading about, I don't know if you remember, uh, Castor Simania. She was the uh, South African runner, women female runner, who uh, had remarkably high testosterone for a woman after several complaints uh, against her by other female runners. Yes. And uh, she basically got banned from women's sports right before the Olympics because she had this high testosterone level that was all natural. It was natural. Well, it turned out that Castor was born with male genitalia inside, Uh right? So she was uh, 
by all accounts, a woman. Yeah. Right? She had breasts, a vagina. Uh, all of her features were feminine, but she had no uterus. Uh, and she had testes inside her body. Yeah. There's a, a name for this condition. That's hermaphrodite, right? No, it's not a hermaphrodite. It's similar to a hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite usually has uh, 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 both sexes evident. Okay. All They'll right. have a vagina and a penis. And this was hidden inside. And this was hidden inside. And she presented as a woman physically 100%. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, well, that makes more sense. Right. Instead of injecting someone with testosterone, why don't we figure out a way to implant them with testosterone? Mm -hmm. And what better way to implant someone with testosterone than to give them testicles? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I looked up to see if they're doing if, uh, you know, because it seems like from in most cases, it seems like it's mostly it would just be because, you know, uh, uh, for the sake of having larger testicles or something like that, the idea of testicular transplants. Uh-huh. And as a matter of fact, there have been several done okay. for people who have lost testicles due to cancer, getting testicular transplants, and then bearing children. Oh, really? So it's not just like a nudicle type it's thing? Not it's not a nud. No, these are actual testicles, okay. donor testicles. Uh, there's some question about the DNA, <laughs> yeah. about, you know, because it's not their their DNA that's coming out of there, essentially. It's, well. it's there's questions about whether okay. you're, you're going to have it's your child genetically okay. or not. Um, and then, so why couldn't we? transplant testicles into business women who would like to be more aggressive, more male-like aggressive to work better in a male-dominated world. All right. Right? So so here's where we're at right now. The okay. first thing you're going to do... <laughs> okay. First thing you're going to do is you're going to open up testicular transplant clinics uh-huh. where you are transplanting testicles into women... Uh-huh to up their testosterone. Now, on the upside, as we know, testosterone, you'll get more muscle mass, leaner muscle mass. Uh, you'll be able to lose weight. There may be some uh, additional hair growth uh-huh. on your face, ears, things like that. Not the greatest thing. But, you know, the nice thing about it actually being part of your body is it'll balance out a little bit more. Um but then there is the socialization aspect, right? One of the things that they talked about was that in these studies was that part women's aggression is different from men's aggression. And one of the main reasons they think is because of the way women socialize at a younger age, uh-huh. right? They tend to be in, in uh, smaller cliques that are more closely knit. So the aggression tends to be a little more passive-aggressive in its nature or more dominant in the hierarchy of the group versus supposedly boys who uh, are a little more open and uh, uh, work around larger groups, supposedly. Okay? Uh So now we need to teach women to be more aggressive like men. So this is where we start doing things like uh having fight clubs okay <laughs> all right um uh violent sporting events um etc cetera, etc cetera. but you brought up the idea of uh uh 
cute the, aggression. The cute aggression, yeah. which I think would work wonderfully, yeah. especially as an introduction to that kind of aggression, you know, to sort of get comfortable with that kind of aggression because, you know, a woman will look at a cute, fuzzy thing and then suddenly feel this real welling up of anger. And then, you know, you can take the cute, fuzzy thing away and it'll dissipate and they'll be like, oh, that's male aggression that I'm feeling right there. I'm very, I'm starting to feel comfortable in this, you know, and work them up because they have to work up the ladder to feel very comfortable yeah. in using this male aggression to then go into the workplace and make uh, millions of dollars, break the glass ceilings, become the CEOs that they were always meant to be, become the presidents, the vice presidents, the leaders of the free world. And uh, again, it's 50% of the world's population we're talking about here. That's a <laughs> lot of people. That's a lot of money that we're talking about, right? Yeah. So we're talking about uh, testicular implant clinics, okay? right? And then we're talking about all of the training that goes into this, right? Which is a lot. It's a lot. And then when you get into the idea of the fight clubs and the sporting leagues, uh -huh. you can own those outright and sell television rights for it. <laughs> So that's my idea. I don't know what you would call it, but it's 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 it. You can call it the Noel Deneen Aggression Center for Women. All right. I don't know if you want to have my name on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying in in this example. Uh huh. In I, this example. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this sounds like there's a lot of money <clears throat> in it. That's all I'm talking about. Uh, it it seems like if we, uh, yeah. Uh, what what speak? Uh, well, we could have let women be more successful in the workplace by just not being so sexist in the workplace and saying oh half the planet gets a, a chance i'm you're cu i'm talking about cutting that whole line <laughs> that's going to take some time my friend right. you know i i look i don't judge uh -huh. i'm not judging i'm not saying that it's right yeah i'm not saying that but i'm telling you if you're in a situation All right. right and i'm not even telling you that you create this place and i guarantee you there will be people who flock I to it i get that there will be people right? that'll that's come a, to it i'm not i'm not saying that having enforced body modification <laughs> have to plan it in order to keep it's, up with it's us it's not enforced it's by choice okay if All you right. want to break that glass ceiling ladies you're going to want these testicular implants. Yeah. Uh, you know, and not everyone's going to want it. But those that do are going to succeed super quickly. That's all I'm saying. How about this? Could guys get extra testicles? Sure, could why I not? Get, could I get like four? Could I get like six testicles? I don't know why you'd want them, but go ahead. I'll just I have feel, them like a, like a cow's teats. I, I feel... <laughs> I, I ran into a... I, there was a website when I was looking up sort of like... Because I was looking to see if testicle size matters in uh -huh. terms of... In terms of... And there was... <laughs> A website just called BigGiantTesticles.com, <laughs> and it was not a sex website. It was a natural enhancement to get your testicles bigger. Okay. So, of course, like every question, like, you know, like, you know, is is male breast syndrome because of small testicles? They're like, yes, it is. <laughs> so you should get some big old testicles. Yeah. Um, you know, anything having to do with like anything feminine on a man was yeah. due to the fact that your testicles are too small. Sure. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a funny one. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see why. I mean, yeah, that, that's more for the body mod thing. Yeah. But if you have a testicular implant clinic and people want to come in for various testicular implants, uh, you know, why not? Well, uh, so I'm, I'm all for it as long as we open it up to both sexes. And guys who want extra testicles can get them. Sure, I don't see if why. They want sure, one, they can get one. Yeah, you can get one testicle or two, yeah. depending on how aggressive you want to be. I feel like if you implant dudes with like multiple testicles, mm -hmm. their aggression is going to be off the charts. Maybe the amount of testosterone they'll be producing will be off the charts. 
And when they get old, it'll just be like a grass skirt all around them. That's right. And it's also, it would be good, you know, all you hear about now in men our age or for men our age is testosterone boosters, right? Because yeah. low T. Yeah. Right? That was like a, a, like 10 years suddenly the, the discovery of low testosterone leading to menopause and uh-huh. reduced sexual drive and et cetera, et cetera. And this is a better way, I think, than yeah. having to take testosterone supplements. You know, you could get crazy and you could implant like bull's testicles. Yeah. And things like that. I mean, if you're going to run a, like that would be down sort of like in Mexico way or something like that. You know, you're not sure what kind of testicles you're getting implanted. They're telling you they're real human testicles, but maybe uh, they're not. Maybe they're goat's testicles or something. Who knows? Although goats have really big testicles. So do bulls for that matter. It sounds like you did a lot of time on the computer. <laughs> Looking at testicles, (laughs) I I I know how big bulls' testicles are because I've I've prepared them and eaten them. Uh So and those are those are big big balls. Okay, so you would know right away that that was not a human testicle. Yeah, but anyway, so there you go. There you go. That's it. Yeah, that's my big idea. Great. Uh, you know what our big idea is? Uh, it is our newest segment. Josh and Noel sell out, in which every week we explore ways where we are actively pursuing our lifelong dream, our goal of selling out to big corporate America. Yep. Uh, you know you know the old tired ways. And actually, right now, if you want to get on those, it's the best time to do it because <laughs> only a week we left. got like a week left of the season. <laughs> so uh, if you go to the Get Rich Quick, I mean, if you go to the Radio Free Brooklyn website and go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page, there's a sponsor button. You can click that, and you can pledge an amount to give us Every month for the rest of the season, which is in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're cheapskate, now's the time to get on on that. Uh-huh. Uh, if you hate us, you can. If you hate us even more than pledging on the last week of the season, you you can go to the uh, Radio Free Brooklyn webpage and hit the Patreon link and sponsor some money that will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. But none of that will come to Josh and nope. I. And it will help keep their lights on. It'll help turn our lights out. But the real money, the big money, the sell your soul money is in sponsorship. Yep. So one day we will aspire to, hi. It'll be Google. It'll be Apple. Apple. It'll be Exxon. It'll be <laughs> just like other countries yeah yeah just other countries will be advertising Any, it'll be anything anything we don't care that's nope. the point exactly. we, as long as you got money we got good things to say about you yeah. you can we, even buy out our show yeah we could do an hour-long commercial yeah talking about how great an investment whatever it is you are is yeah that's right does. we could do that exactly yeah. said that way but uh <laughs> but right now we're starting small uh uh-huh. and we're just selling out one minute at a time that's right so uh our newest sponsor Monty Lamonti has a new message for you. Hey, everybody. Guess who's back? Back again. Monty's back. Tell your friends. And that was pretty cool, right? I was rhyming like Eminem. Anyway, I'm here to give you another great tip, as I always do. This one is for everybody. Don't just look at garbage. Pick it up. Don't be one of those jerks that looks at garbage on the ground as they walk by and does nothing. Those people are the worst. Be better than that. If you see garbage on the floor, pick it up. You know what type of people? 
people walk past garbage when they see it and don't pick it up. Dumb people. And people that let dogs poo in their own homes. Don't be one of those people. Are you a dumb people? Do you let dogs poo in your home? I didn't think so. As always, a positive influence in your life. And remember, also as always, if you heard this tip, you owe me, Monty Lamonti, your best friend. Two dollars. Payable by any way you see fit to get the money to me. The important thing is that you get the money to me. Thank you. Well, I got to say, I I think that every week we listen to Monty's uh, uh, ads. And we're, I think he's been sponsoring us for... uh, About five weeks, I think. Yeah, five weeks now. Um, Clearly, his reach is getting out. He's reaching out there and he's touching people and they're sending him money through our show. Oh, yeah, because production value. Exactly. That's exactly (laughs) what I was saying. His production value on this commercial... It's gone beyond the sort of local ad production value. Yeah. He's clearly, he's got music in there. Yeah. So he's paying some royalties there. Aren't you, Monty? <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got, you know, there's like clearly someone in a booth somewhere working some knobs for him. So, uh, you know, keep up the good work, fans of G- GRQ with Josh and Noel, because yeah. you are keeping Monty in money, which means you're keeping us in money. That's right. The world goes round, That's guys. right. <laughs> we are on the top of that round part, hopefully. Trickle down. Trickle economics. D- yeah. Yeah. Um, around this time, we also have something else we do. Every week, we have a topic. This week, it's aggression, and we explore that topic and ways for you to get so rich, it makes me want to hit you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just think money's cute, yeah, don't you? yeah. Uh, but we also take another minute, and we slip another little topic in there, mm. another tidbit of a turdling of a nugget of a topic, and you can get rich with that, too. So uh, if you are waiting for your daughter in the recovery room because you decided to modify her body <laughs> so that she could have the same chance as someone else that was born, uh, <laughs> or if, uh, I don't know, you're you're just squeezing bunnies. Uh, listen to this. Come back later. Listen to the rest of the show. Get even more rich. Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Professional gaming in all of its glory is one of the most lucrative and unexpected additions to the sporting world. Although the players may compete from the comfort of their custom chairs, when it comes to sponsorships, endorsements, and contracts, esports competitors are now treated the same as professional athletes, complete with corporate backing and event tie-ins. Carlos Rodriguez, a Spanish League of Legends and World of Warcraft player, has been described as the David Beckham of esports due to his branding, image, and appearance. Identified with the European team SK Gaming, their statistics may not be staggering, but his earnings certainly are. In a 2013 interview, Rodriguez stated his income comes from merchandising, tournaments, streaming, and personal sponsorships. His average yearly poll, somewhere in the neighborhood of 600,000 and 700,000 euros annually, translating to close to $1 million US per year. I mean, when you were a kid, yep, and you were sitting in front of your Atari, yep, playing tank battle or space invaders, yep, 
Did the idea that you could make a million dollars a year just playing video games ever cross your mind? I'm Noel of Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel, of course, is dead. <laughs> but the average person, I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> that was so heated. Yeah. That was so, you were so like geeked out. For the average person, I see your point. But for Noel of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, that was, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. But that's why you're the Noel part of yeah. Get Rich Quick with Josh right. and Noel. And Every I'm Josh just, needs a Noel. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I mean, a million dollars a year. It's great. Playing video games. I like it. And eventually even more, you know. There's a thing going on. While well, I, I saw this, there was something I clicked on. So there is, I think it's called... Uh, can't remember the name of the website. Maybe called Switch. I could. I'm probably totally wrong on this. Mm-hmm. But there is apparently is this thing where gamers stream themselves live gaming. Yes. Right. Yeah. And people donate yes. to them as they play. But there's this thing that's happening now that people are doing where they're doing what's called swatting gamers. Yeah. And they call up the police. SWAT team. Yeah. And. They say, say that, held they're, that they're, someone's being held hostage or yeah. they're threatening to kill. And a SWAT team shows up at these people's homes yeah. and kicks the door down. I mean, it's that's completely nuts to me. It's crazy, yeah. Like, I don't find that funny at all. I mean, I guess the one time I'd find it funny. But the <laughs> amount of times that it happens... A lot. Like, there's a list. There's a top 10 list on YouTube of top 10 swattings uh, on, on Twitch or Switch or yeah. whatever. I think it's Twitch is what it's called. On Twitch, where they, you know, because it's all being recorded. And then a lot of times the guys will put up when they'll be watching this going on. And when the guy's saying, no, this is my computer and this is what I do. And then they'll donate a dollar for like, fuck the police. Uh And the cops will be looking at the computer and they'll see, fuck the police come up. (laughs) And then you'll hear the guy having to explain why (laughs) fuck the police just came up on his computer. It's completely crazy. Yeah. Uh, You know. That leads right into my next scheme. Oh. Uh, so I started just trying to make aggressive Googles to see what comes up. What Define an aggressive Google. So I'd put like, aggressive win, kick ass, <laughs> you know, and I would just like, victory, humiliate, and, and things <laughs> like that. And an incredible amount of things came up for video games. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But there were other things that came up, too. Uh, in particular, there seemed to be a lot of posts to message boards for, like, MMA right. fighting yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. about, like, hey, uh, I need some uh, testosterone and things like that, uh-huh. right? Uh, this is one of the examples I found, which is just a great one. And it was such an aggressive, horrific little thread. I just... <laughs> I got, I'm going to have to read a little bit of it okay, here, right? Okay, yeah, go ahead. So this was found on BoxingScene.com forums, and it was from one of these just Google searches of just like the most aggressive-sounding uh, thing I could have. Uh-huh. Of different words for aggression. and Right. So uh, the post starts with a message from Too Tough, and it's subject... <laughs> Where can I purchase adrenaline? (laughs) And then the message goes on to say, I want to make a cut with a sharp knife and remove some shotgun pellet from my face, but I need adrenaline. 
Where can I purchase adrenaline that the cut men use in boxing? Uh, which I guess I didn't realize this, but when they cut your eye, there's some sort of adrenaline mix that they have on there. Well, I mean, I have never. When you say they cut your eye, you mean like when Mick cuts Rocky's yeah, eye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I watch boxing. I'm a boxing fan. Uh-huh. I've never, ever, ever seen that happen <laughs> in okay. any fight I've ever watched. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I'm just saying. Okay. But go ahead. But so the uh, mm. the replies were like, yeah, you need to go to the hospital and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Until one person suggests uh, he could harvest it from an EpiPen. Uh, mixing oh, yeah. it with petroleum jelly, which is what the box cutters do, uh, the boxing cutters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, <clears throat> and then so he replies, <laughs> "It's been there for a good couple of months, and fat cells have surrounded it. I, I have had a course after course of antibiotics, and my family doctor won't refer me to a specialist without me telling." him how it happened <laughs> so it's basically becoming a part of my body every few months and then my body realizes it's a foreign body and attempts to fight it but it loses because the material can't be broken down and the cycle begins once more weird so the idea is make a cut and get tweezers and remove it it shouldn't hurt that much right just like popping zits maybe and then it starts going on with all people offering very detailed uh, approaches of how they would slice their face open uh-huh. with a razor and remove a shotgun <laughs> pellet. Oh, uh, God. And then, you know, Too Tough replies about how his face bleeds like a woman. And, <laughs> and too then, uh, Tough is too stupid. Yeah, and uh, then people are saying, well, you know, EpiPens, and uh, which has epiphrine in it, uh-huh. is a prescription in the United States. Uh, so he either finds a friend who's allergic to bees... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> otherwise susceptible to anaphylactic shock uh-huh. or go buy it from Canada. Uh-huh. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Um, so uh, for the Canadians out there, you can just turn it off because the rest <laughs> of this you don't need to hear. Uh, one of the other things that came up was, have you ever heard of that? And, and, and all these fighters, uh-huh. they were all so aggressive. Yeah. This was the most one I could uh-huh. find. But I, I, I kind of got that. The real reason wasn't always the real reason. They just wanted to, like, steroid themselves yeah, out or, yeah, yeah. you know, something like that. So another thing that came up, I'd never heard of this, is must. Have you heard of that? M-U-S-T-H. No. Hard to pronounce. Uh, maybe, maybe why I've never heard it. Uh-huh. No one can say it. Right. Uh, so male elephants go through this uh, occasionally through their life, and it's called must. Mm-hmm. And during must, their testosterone shoots up to 60 times what it is normally. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, and their faces, um, from the sides of their heads, there's they're like temporal glands, yeah. secrete a thick tar-like secretion called temperin, uh, and the swelling glands that exclu- excrete this cause extreme pain in their eyes and the temperin drips down the face into their mouth and they think that's what causes this huge spike in their testosterone. Oh, I see. Okay. It's basically uh, they're self-medicating through this secretion in the sides of their heads that's also putting them in extreme pain. 
But what did the, is there any thought of what the purpose of this excretion is? Well, uh, it, it, some mating gets done during it. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of figuring out the the uh, power order among herds happens during these times. Uh, but then there's a lot of just <clears throat> extreme aggression and rage that right. happens. They attack towns. Uh-huh. They kill rhinos. Uh, they go bananas. Right. And if they're in captivity uh, in India, they'll mm-hmm. take the elephant and tie it to trees uh-huh. and just not give it any food or water for like a week and a half. How long does this last for? Well, if you do what the Indians do, it goes away in like a week and a half, two weeks. Okay. Uh, but in Europe and America and Canada, they think that's cruel, so they just isolate the elephant, and it can have to be isolated for up to six months. Really? Because it takes a long time to get through this. Uh-huh. Um, and it will attack any human it sees. Uh, it's just a, a rage ball, uh, the most aggressive thing you'll see. It'll right. just take its tusks and smash them into the ground. And so they think that, so so just so I understand, so uh-huh. they think that this secretion, yeah. so it's a combination of the eyes being affected, yes. which hurts so much, it also blinds them, and so they're full of rage from that, but then this secretion actually has this testosterone that's leaking into yeah. their mouth. It's not... No, 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 it doesn't have it. It, it, it triggers... Has, it, they, they explained what the chemicals are right. in it. Uh, and the, the real chemical in it is called temperin, like right. I said, and right. yeah, it, it it. But the temperin triggers the production of testosterone, or the temperin is. You get what I'm saying? Is like when when this yes. temperin gets in yes. their body, then they start producing a lot of testosterone. When the temperin gets in their mouth, right? But they ingest it. Yes, right. Yeah, and, and it starts. They their body immediately in reaction to this temperin, their body starts producing testosterone. Yeah. Okay. Up got to it. sixty times normal. That's crazy. Because I was just thinking, the idea that they're producing all this testosterone it must be coming from their testicles. So you could do a. Uh, elephant testicular transplant no you'd have to onto put, a human you'd being to, but you'd need this temperin as well yeah. you'd need and, basically their temples right you'd need the goo from their temples on top of the giant humpback that you have from having an elephant testicle attached <laughs> to your body yeah 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 okay uh so um i looked into temperin uh i found it's also found on european red frogs and i looked it up on the internet and I found a site where you could buy it on a uh-huh. science supply uh, website called mybiosource.com. And so does this temperin work on anything that has got testosterone? Like if anyone, if any being ingests temperin, they're going to get this massive testosterone boost? But at this point, I can say yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that works. So th- this website had two forms of it. Uh, for one milligram, depending on which form it came in, it either cost... $1,375 for a gram. Wow. Or $1,735 for a gram. Wow. Uh, so this is my idea. Get out there. Harvest temper. And if you have access to elephants, get it. If you have uh, some European red frogs, get it. All you need to do is go on MMA forums, boxing enthusiast <laughs> forums, and people who need it for some special reason, like... 
cutting their face open to take shotgun pellets out, <laughs> uh, they'll they'll pay top dollar, and you will be super rich. Hopefully, the elephants will thank you because you'll get this off them. And uh, well, but the other thing, the problem is though, is like I assume when you can get it is when it's being produced, and then they're in that rage. Yep. So it's pretty dangerous, I'd imagine, to get it from the elephants. Well, you know, okay, so <clears throat> if you are an MMA. Or a uh, you know, wrestle that elephant yeah, down. Yeah, just wrestle that elephant yeah, down. Beat the shit out of that elephant. Take the temper in. Uh-huh. Uh Then sell it to your buddies. You don't even have to go on the website. You just <sighs> go to the locker room. Say, "Hey, bud, fucking rage. Come here and lick my yeah. elephant's face." You still got that shotgun pellet yeah. in your face? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a way to get it out. What I don't understand, because I've known people. So uh, two stories, and they both relate to the shotgun. But I, I, I. I I worked with a guy who actually got shot four times when he was mugged. Oh. And they were able to take out two of the bullets, but four of the bullets were so embedded in so near organs they had to leave them in. And then I also, when I was bartending, I had a cussed client who had, in a drunken thing one day, got into a car accident and his head went through the uh, uh, glass, the the windshield. Yeah. And uh, tons of glass embedded in his forehead. And both of them, he will just be sort of like in the shower. And this was, you know, many, 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 many years ago for both of them. The guy with the glass in his head, he would be just sort of washing his hair periodically. And pieces of glass will start just coming out sure. of yep. his head. The The guy who was shot, uh, because this is a foreign object in his body his body is rejecting it and pushing these things and this happens with most people who this happens to that have a foreign body that's not sort of bolted down your body actually pushes it more yep. towards the surface yep, I've had so that. his these bullets in this guy's stomach in his abdomen you can actually feel them now yeah uh and they're getting pushed closer and closer to the surface where eventually the doctors would be able to just cut them open and yeah. And take the bullets out. So I don't understand why this guy's stuff isn't, you know, getting pushed closer and closer to the surface. And then he won't really have to cut that deeply. The idea that the fat cells are surrounding it is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, you know, two reasons. He probably wants to get it done right away. Right. And he doesn't want to wait for it to get pushed up. And his doctor won't send him to right. a specialist without him telling how it happened. Right. <laughs> that I mean, who doesn't want to know how it happened, though? I know. You know, I had a, a a bike accident when I was at school. I was on my bicycle, and I had ridden to my girlfriend's house, and then later on, I was riding home, and it was I was going very fast, and when I turned onto my street, it turns out from the time I left and the time I came back, they tore out the street and it was all gravel, and I turned and just went across the whole street. And then <clears throat> caught tread right before I hit the curb, smashed right into the back of a car, and I landed Aye. basically in front of the car, uh, kind of on my face. And I got a lot of gravel in my face. Uh, the doctor took some of it out, but I guess he didn't get it all because for several years, it'd be like I'm getting a little zit, and then bloop, a little pebble would come out. Would you squeeze it? And yeah, it would I knew what out? it was. I'd right. kind of scratch at it. And, and then it would just, yeah. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, that's great. You didn't. You didn't get any road rash scars, though. That's pretty good. If I get like a uh, real red face, sometimes you can see a, like a whiter spot, or gotcha. you know. Um, so yeah, 
Uh, that's it. What do you got? Any, you got anything else? No. We're okay. That's all I got for aggression, man. Okay. Well, uh, you know what I got? I got a way for you, the listener, to reach out and touch Josh uh, aggressively. Aggressively. Uh, you can get him a Twitter at GRQ Josh Knoll. You can uh, email us, me, if you want to aggressively touch me at uh, GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. That's right. You can Facebook us at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Knoll. You can go on iTunes or anywhere else that you hear podcasts. You can rate your review. If you listen to us on podcasts, tune in to us on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn at 8 o'clock Saturday nights. Catch the new season. A lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff all the time, but a lot of great new stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Were you at the last meeting? I was. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Uh, So at this point... We have so much money. <laughs> we want to punch someone with some right. red. Uh, so what are you going to do with it? If we just hold on to it and start punching people with it, we're going to get in trouble. Yeah. So we got to do something with it. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn, Josh. Please take it away. Send that money! A 405-foot giga yacht designed and built by Frank Mulder of Mulder Design was bought by an anonymous buyer in 2005 for the staggering amount of $140 million. It was sold on eBay, making it the most expensive thing ever sold online. The yacht features a built-in helicopter pad and is furnished with 10 multi-level suites offering panoramic views. Additionally, the yacht has eight guest cabins, a salon, a cinema room, a fitness room, and an office. So two things about that that I love is, is one, it was sold on eBay. Yeah. That, I, I, I don't know why that's crazy to me, yeah. but that's crazy to me. I wonder if that, what the shipping on that is. I <laughs> wonder what the seller buyer rating on that is uh, after yeah. $140 million yeah. sale. Like who, when they build a yacht that big says let's plop that bad boy on ebay yeah you know what like it just doesn't you don't think that that's where it's gonna go and the other thing is that it has a salon yeah why don't you just get you know both that big you can just be outside and get your hair cut yeah go in the salon whatever all right so uh we know our ideas are fantastic we know you're gonna make so much money we know you're gonna give us 10 percent. how do you know that you can trust us enough to sell your house mortgage your children quit your job well it's because josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to judge our schemes by Josh. Where are schemes coming from this week? Uh, this week, the opposite of, gre- of aggression, law of attraction tips, 10 simple ideas to manifest massive wealth, success, and happiness by Alexander Ang. Okay. Um, sleep and grow rich. Yeah. Yeah, sleep and grow rich, and maybe that rich looks like a testicle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, affirm what you desire with feelings. You feel how that anger and aggression welling up in you because you desire that cute little bunny, yep. whatever it is, and you go out and you get it. You get it. And you're going to get rich that way. Yep. So we're two for two, as always. Uh, we're rich, Noel. That's right. I mean, it's just a given. So once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Uh,